Our first reading today, and for quite a while now, has been from the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, in, in our small passage today from Acts, we see a woman named Lydia who's converted by St. Paul's preaching. And St. Luke, the, the author of Acts of the Apostles, he gives us three details about Lydia. First, he calls her a worshiper of God. What does that mean? Well, that means that she was a Gentile, a non-Jew who believed in the God of Israel but did not convert to Judaism. Secondly, she was a dealer of purple cloth. Purple, you know, there was an ex- in the ancient world, you needed a, a kind of a rare, expensive dye to make purple. And so if she was a dealer of purple cloth, she was probably pretty wealthy. Thirdly, though, and, and most importantly, St. Luke points out that, quote, the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what Paul was saying. God's grace was preparing Lydia's heart and soul to hear his word preached by Paul. And really what this shows us, uh, hints at, is that faith is a gift, right? The ascent of faith, even that, is in a sense a gift. The First Vatican Council taught that no one can give his assent to the gospel message in a truly salvific way, except it be by the light and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He it is who gives to all the power necessary for affirming and believing the truth. Right, as St. Paul will later write, uh, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, right, even though God's grace is, uh, comes first and is necessary, uh, we still have a role to play. We still have to cooperate and respond to the grace of God. And Lydia gives us an incredible example of that. So she acts decisively upon this grace, receives baptism, and not only for herself, uh, but she has her whole household baptized as well. And then even more than that, after baptism, uh, recognizing St. Paul and his missionary companions will need some place to stay, she offers her own home. Now, this was an extraordinary situation, and no doubt Lydia was given an extraordinary grace and prompting of the Holy Spirit to respond in this way. Yet we too are prompted by the Holy Spirit every day. God's grace draws our hearts and souls to him. For example, maybe God has been nudging you. Maybe you felt drawn to pray the daily rosary or, or, to, or to return to daily prayer. Uh, maybe he's been nudging you to share your faith with a particular person um, or to encourage your family to pray together, to pray the rosary as a family. Whatever, whatever may be the case, I mean, God is, is undoubtedly uh, working on us and, and nudging us. The Holy Spirit is prompting us every day. Uh, if we can't think of examples of it, then we need to do a better job of being silent and listening. You know, whatever may be the case, let us pray for the grace to respond with the zeal Lydia showed in our first reading today. I do want to I do want to take a minute and thank everybody for for listening to these daily homilies these past two months. Uh, when this pandemic happened, we were in the middle of a semester, and I didn't really know what to do, and you know, I didn't have students coming to my daily mass anymore, so I started podcasting a daily homily instead of just a Sunday homily. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday, we will start public mass again at the Diddy Center. Uh, so I'm going to step away from doing the daily homily. I'm still going to podcast out my Sunday homily, and I might podcast out. Uh, I haven't really decided yet. I may, maybe I'll podcast out one daily homily a week in addition to the Sunday one. 
Um, but Patrick Callahan and I are working on some good content for our Emporia State Catholics podcast. Uh, we have a book study on G.K. Chesterton's Orthodoxy, which is coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, be assured of our prayers, and, and please, everyone, stay healthy and safe. God bless.